Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? Virginia, this is the Big Fib, and now you guessed it, your host Deborah Goldstein. Nice, welcome to the Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the full back ten metered law of truth and counter wrecking mall of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot Lisa, whose name stands for Live in Studio Audience. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's going on, dude? Hey, Lisa. Uh, uh so uh, no, uh, no biggie here, uh, uh, Deborah. But I've got a listener question queued up and uh, ready to play. Lisa, you sound kind of down. Are you okay? Uh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm fine. I just uh, forgot to recharge my battery last night after I unplugged myself. Ooh, why did you unplug yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to. Uh. I got up in the middle of the night to get a snack and uh, tripped over the cord, and uh, this is making me tired just uh, just talking about it. Okay, here. I'm plugging you in right now while we record the show, and you should feel better any minute. Oh! I'm large in a jar to ready to do this thing! Where were we all yesterday? Yes, Lisa. Very good. I've got a question from a listener, and I'm ready to play. Play it all for you to hear, 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 hear. <laughs> okay, then. Glad you're feeling better. Let's hear what you've got. Okie dokie, Dad. Here we go. Are you a humanoid, and do you have ears, eyes, a nose, and a mouth? Well, that's a good question. Our listeners can't see you, after all, and they can't see what you look like, so that's fair. Someone should really invent a podcast for screens. Oh, you mean like videos? Uh, yeah, I guess. Anyway, regarding the aforementioned question at hand, I am not a humanoid and I take umbrage with the implication. Wow, you use good words when you're fully charged. Thanks. As I was saying, I am no humanoid. I am an android. Hmm. Humanoids look like humans, but they are still all robot. Androids look and act like humans, or maybe it's humans who act like androids. Uh, Anyway, not only do I have ears, eyes, a nose, and a mouth, but I also have what all humans have, attitude. 
Okay, Mr. Android with Attitude, can you please tell everyone how our game works? Of course, but I shall do it with Attitude. Of course. Every week, <laughs> we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other, a liar. <laughs> and it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Oh my. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. What are we lying about today, Deborah? Wow, it's a lot of attitude. We are lying about rugby, a game played by two teams who try to score points by carrying a ball to the opponent's side or by kicking it over a bar fixed between two posts. Now, let's meet our contestant. Our human child contestant is a nine-year-old who wants to play football or baseball when he grows up, and he loves reading about Greek mythology. Huck! Stucky! Welcome, Huck. How are you today? Good. Excellent. Tell us about mythology. You like reading about Greek mythology. Do you have a favorite Greek god? Yeah, I like Poseidon. Oh, Poseidon. Why do you like Poseidon? Because I like the sea, and I think he has a lot of control over it, and Mm. it'd be cool to fight with it. To fight with it? To fight with the sea? Well, no, like, usually he gets into fights with other gods a lot. Oh, so he picks fights with them? That doesn't sound very nice. Like, whenever fights happen, oh, he's okay. really good with it. He can do really good stuff. When fights happen onto him, yeah, then he's good at using the ocean to win the day. Very nice. I like that. Poseidon's a pretty cool cat, although he's a god, not a cat. And you're interested in playing football or baseball. You don't have a preference, either one? No, I like both of them. Okay. Whichever one lets you use a bat. A yeah. bat. <laughs> I think that's just one of them. But yes, do you have uh, favorite teams in either sport? I like the Mariners for baseball and for football, I like the Chiefs. Okay. Good to know. Well, we're rooting for your teams, I guess. I don't know much about either sport. Let's go Capitals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to know some more fun facts about you, Huck. But we're going to do it, Big Fib style, playing two truths and a lie. You, Huck, are going to tell us three facts. Two will be true facts. One will be a lie. We have to figure out which one is the lie and whether or not you are a good liar. So, Huck, what are your three facts? I have a French bulldog named Lou. I love yogurt, and I hate surprises. Ooh, well, surprise, we're going to guess what your lie is. Right, Lisa? Yes. Before I start, I just want to say, boo! <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't start crying, so Ooh. that one is probably uh, a lie. He probably doesn't hate surprises. Okay. He has a French bulldog named Lou. Let me just see. Hold on. I'm trying to think of all the French bulldogs I know. Okay, yeah, I know one named Lou. Okay, that checks out. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to say his favorite food is not yogurt because uh, yogurt is what we in the business call gross. Uh, (laughs) So there's very little chance that he likes yogurt because it's gross. And that's the lie. Okay, so that is a lie. But you also said you thought that he does like surprises. So was that a lie too? That one is also the lie. No, one lie. Which one is more of a lie than the other? Oh, uh, Deborah, I hadn't thought this through. Uh, (laughs) I think the middle one. You're right. He doesn't have a bulldog. He doesn't have a bulldog named Lou. Is that what you want me to pick? I don't know. He does not like French yogurt. (laughs) French vanilla yogurt, he does not like. He does not like being surprised by yogurt. Okay, we'll just go with that. Okay. So in other words, you don't know which one is his lie, do you? I said all three of them. 
Fine. All right, Huck, which one of those facts is actually a lie? I love yogurt. I actually hate it. You hate yogurt because you think it's gross? Yeah. Yeah. Told you, Deborah. Poor yogurt. Yeah, you told me all of them were lies. Yeah, but that was my favorite. That does mean that you hate surprises. Is that true? Yeah. No surprises. No surprise birthday party. No surprises. No. Just no. no. Okay, done. We will not surprise you. And then also you do have a French bulldog named Lou. Yes? Yeah. That's sweet. We love French bulldogs. They're very cute. Yes, I'm like a regular bulldog, but I live in Paris. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what Lou sounds like. Yes. Okay, well, that was very well played, Huck. You confused Lisa, which is always the name of the game. All right. How about rugby? Have you ever seen rugby or played rugby? No, I've never played or seen it. Okay, so this will be news for all of us. All of these facts will be new. Okay, Lisa. Yeah? Can we get some music for our rugby experts? Come on in very quietly. Don't do anything to surprise Huck. (laughs) That was a customized song just for you, Huck. I like that. No, that's a classic song. Oh, is it? Okay, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a Beatles song. You don't know that song? Okay, all right. I didn't know that. Okay. Our first expert is Matt Wilson. Please introduce yourself to Huck. Good afternoon, Huck. My name is Matt Wilson, and I am a rugby coach. Okay. Thank you very much, Matt. Let's meet our second expert, Brianne Dellinger. Please introduce yourself to Huck. Hi, I'm Brianne Dellinger. I'm a development officer of women's rugby at World Rugby. Okay. Thank you very much. Tell us about those blitzing beats, Lisa. I'm blitzing beats because it's hot seat time. That is correct. It is hot seat time. And that is when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Huck's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Matt, because everyone says I'm a Matt that you can walk all over. Oh, dear. I doubt they say that to Matt. No, they say that to me. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I don't think that's true either. It's a compliment. Oh, it is? Yeah, because people like walking on things. Okay, we'll go with that. I'm indispensable. Oh, Imagine fair. if there was no floor. Fair. That's fair. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll go with that. Thank you. All right, so our first question will be to Matt. Huck, what is your first question for Matt? What got you interested in rugby? What got me, I played rugby at school. Started when I was not much older than you, I guess. Um, I was about 11 years old, and the school I went to played soccer. I grew up in England, played soccer, and I went to my junior high school, as it would be, and they didn't play soccer. They played rugby. So I'd never seen rugby. I'd never heard of rugby. So I got taught then by two or three really good rugby coaches at my school, and uh, fell in love with it. It helped. I was a little bigger than most of the other kids my age, so I was able to play well and loved it, and really I've loved it ever since. Thank you very much. Okay, this question is for both of you. What is your favorite part of your job? Favorite part. Okay, who would like to start with that? So I love the players, their spirit of camaraderie, their sportsmanship, their focus, and also the fans. Their passion is unmatched. Also, I get free tickets to Rugby World Cup, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) A nice bonus. And what about you, Matt? Um, Well, I just want to do what Brianna does so I can go and get free tickets for the World Cup. That'd be wonderful. (laughs) Um, My favorite bit about what I do is taking a player who has never played the game before and watching them fall in love with it. 
Mm. Yeah, that's for me is just the ultimate is, you know, I get people who have never seen a rugby ball before and in the space of a few weeks, we can turn them into good rugby players and then they're usually they'll stay with it for as long as they uh, stay where I coach or they'll carry on and play for the rest of their lives. Very nice. My favorite part is the hot dogs they sell at the concession stand. <laughs> I don't know that that happens there, Lisa. Oh, the rugby dogs. Um, not so sure about that, but okay. Back to you, Huck. This one's for both of you again. What does a typical day at your job look like? My typical day is really I, I coach with a partner. We spend a lot of time trying to figure out what went wrong last week because hmm. oh. rugby is a game where you have to think on your feet a lot so when things don't happen quite the way you want them to you have to then try and find out ways and fun ways to make those go right so you put them into practice in training whether it's in drills or games but you just want to try and make it fun for the players to learn so we'll spend a lot of time doing that um, we also do a lot of administration work it's a huge part. I said, if you, if your club or association doesn't have good admin skills, and Brianna will tell you this, I think, then it doesn't work on the field. So we spend a lot of time organising buses and fields and making sure we have kit and making sure the players know where to go and when to go. So that's a big part of it. When he says kit, he means Kit Kats. Uh, no, no, that's how that means. Candy. I think he means like the uniform, the clothing and shoes and things like that. Deborah, there's no way they wear Kit Kats as uniform. <laughs> they don't wear Kit Kats, that's for sure. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Brienne, that same question is for you. So I wish there was a little more actual rugby in my day to day, but oftentimes it's a lot of publicity. Because I work in development, so it's photo shoots, video shoots, but also meetings with investing partners. That's really a little boring sometimes, but sometimes I also get to do podcast. Oh, that would be a highlight for sure. So you're welcome. I absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. This one's for Brianne. What's the hardest part of your job? All the travel. I'm a terrible packer. I'm so bad at packing and I always have to do it. It's horrible. <laughs> this is for Matt. Who's your favorite rugby player and why? Oh, my favorite rugby player of all time would probably be a guy called Keith Wood, who was Irish. And he played in one of the positions that I played when I played the game. And he was just fantastic. And I got to actually meet him a couple of times and he was really nice. And so that only made me like him more. What makes him a fantastic player? He had a good attitude. He was a really tough guy, but he always played with a smile on his face, which is not usual for any sportsman. And he just seems as though he enjoyed himself when he played the game. And that's what we do as coaches is try to get people to enjoy themselves. Because if you don't enjoy yourself when you're training or practicing, then you're not going to stick with the sport. Mm, fair. All right. This one is for both of you. What is the biggest difference between football and rugby? I'll say I am really not super familiar with American football, but um, they don't do the lineouts, do they? They don't lift each other up, right? That's the difference. You lift each other up in rugby, is that true? That's how they do the human pyramid. I don't think it's a human pyramid, but that's in tackling? Is that a defensive thing? That's part of the, the lineout. Oh, I see. Okay, very good. Um, I'll say the biggest difference is that with football, obviously you wear a helmet, pads, in rugby, you don't. Oh, no. You get a shirt and a pair of shorts and boots, and that's it. Okay. So like soccer also, you don't wear all that kit, as it were. Correct. Yeah. But are the shirts free? 
<laughs> it depends on what level you play the game. Yes, if you played a good level, yes, and they'll give you the shirt. But they're skin tight shirts, so you really wouldn't want to wear them out anywhere. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. This one's for Brienne. What got you interested in rugby? So I grew up around it. It's a big part of the culture in Australia. My dad played, my brothers. I've played touch with my friends, touch rugby, and it's fun. So it's always been around, and I love it. Excellent questions, Huck. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Huck will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, you need to use it or lose it. Okay, Huck, let's start with Matt. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. 
What game were players playing right before they invented rugby? They were playing soccer at rugby school. When was rugby first played in the United States? I believe it was like around 1870, 1869, around there. What do you call the kick that makes the ball roll and tumble across the ground? That is a grubber kick. Who are the men's world champions? That is South Africa. What is the name of the official who tells the referee when the ball has gone out of bounds? That is the line judge or the assistant referee. Also called the outsie. No. (laughs) What color is the uniform of the New Zealand's men's team? They play in all black. That is also their nickname, the All Blacks. What is the nickname for Japan's national men's team? Oh, that's a good one. The Brave Blossoms. Oh, that's nice. How long is the break between two halves of a game? Ten minutes. What is the name of the whistle that's blown at the start of the Rugby World Cup? I don't know that one. I know it has a name. It's not called Bill. It is something like that. I don't know. Well, that is time. That's a really good question. That's a great question. We'll never find out. <laughs> we will find out. But that is time. Okay, Lisa, could you please reset the timer? It's a heavy burden, but I will do it. I really appreciate it. All right, Huck, you can ask your shorts on fire questions for Brianne now. The Rugby World Cup trophy is named after which famous person? Oh, the web Ellis. Um, ah, the, oh, I don't know his first name. William? How many points is a try worth? Five. What material is used in a rugby shirt? Nylon. Name three positions on a team. Hooker, prop, and flanker. How many teams are in the Women's Premier League? Ten. Who was the first female rugby player to play and score during a match? Uh, I learned this my first day on the job. Emily Victorine, first female rugby player, first female try ever in a professional league that's rugby. Her story. What kind of dance does the New Zealand All Blacks perform before each game? Yes, that's the Maori haka. Fact or fib, players get a penalty for throwing the ball backwards. For backwards? A penalty? For a fib? Which players were the numbers six and seven? The center. Number six and number seven. That is time. That's all the time. Hey, listen, nice try. Uh, Too much time. (laughs) Okay. Okay, well done, experts. It's decision time. Huck must break down all the facts to discern truth from fiction. Huck, who do you think is our big fibber? I think Brienne is. Why do you think Brienne is our big fibber? Because she was kind of stumbling a little bit. Okay, she was sounded unsure to you, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Will the actual rugby expert please say, I am the rugby expert? I am the rugby expert. <gasps> you yes. got it, Huck. Good job. That is correct. Matt Wilson is head coach of the University of Richmond's men's rugby club. He played the game for 19 years before taking up coaching 20 years ago. Don't do the math. Very good. Well, it is time to do some fact-checking. Matt, how did our liar try your patience? Ooh, well done. Um, she was really good. The only real... I don't know the story of the first women's rugby player, so I don't know about that one. The only real one I knew was the sixes and sevens. Mm-hmm. Those are not the centers. Those are the flankers. The mm, Flankers, okay. The number seven is the open side flanker. Number six is the blind side flanker. Okay. So then let's see. We have the Rugby World Cup trophy. I think she sort of got right. Yeah. 
It's the William Webb Ellis Trophy. Very good. Okay, thank you. And the first female rugby player was close, was Emily Valentine, I believe. And I believe she just messed up the last name. I mean, messed up on purpose. Well, let's ask her. Okay, so, Brienne, what did you say to blindside us with lies? Very nice. So, yes, I said Emily Victorine, but it's Valentine, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. I said the centers mm-hmm. are six and seven, but it, they're the flankers. I also said that the rugby shirt is made out of nylon, Mm. which wouldn't be as comfortable as cotton, cotton. which it really is made out of. Yes. And now we all wear rugby shirts, or many of us do, but they started with the actual players wearing those comfortable shirts in rugby. I suppose that's true. Yes. Very good. All right. Well, well done, Huck. It is time to blow the whistle on our game. Thanks to our contestant, Huck, who gets bonus points for great questions. Thanks to our expert and liar, Matt and Brianne. And to Lisa, who definitely deserves an international trophy for sound. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we dump, tackle, lies, and give props to the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, you could visit gzmshows.com. And while you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa. Also, you can find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. It's at this point that I have to tell you that the episode is over. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free. The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.